0: So what happened there? <laughs> it sounds like he threw the LSU player's shoe 20 yards down the field. So ga- game is in overtime. Uh, tackle happens on the play. One of the player's shoes falls off. Defensive player stands up, sees the shoe, grabs it, and chucks it towards the opposite goal line. So the guy can't get his shoe on. And that's yeah.
1: a particular penalty? Well,
2: it's, it's unsportsmanlike conduct, mm. but it's so funny that the ref described yeah. it. That's now, that's in the uh, top pantheon of calls with, I remember it was years ago in the NFL, the, uh, the ref said, personal foul, giving them the business. Fifteen yards.
0: <laughs> one of my favorite call, my favorite call of all time. It yeah. is great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> giving him the business. So the tackle, it would have been fourth down. The penalty gave them ten yards in a first down. They oh. kicked the field goal, win the game.
1: Oh, oh so it was a game losing yeah. temper tantrum. His yep. rash act cost his team the game. Justice. Yes, having a good conversation with one of my uh, my kids yesterday about impulse control and con- your conscience and all that sort of stuff. It's a tough one. Some people some people are blessed with more impulse control than others.
2: Oh, 100% and true. And you don't have yeah. a lot
1: of control over that and I I don't actually know how much you can manipulate it throughout your life. I don't know. Well,
2: as a highly flawed uh, individual, I have taken it upon myself, my philosophy is you have to understand what your flaws are and work your whole life to you know sand off the
1: edges. Yes, I remember saying that about myself a couple of weeks ago and you said it's just because you're getting older and you have less testosterone.
2: Yes, there's that. <laughs> Although no but as as a, a fiery youth I talked to myself about that too. And maybe I only sawed off uh, sanded off
1: 2%, maybe it was 10, maybe it was 20, I don't know, but well 2% could be a huge difference in a certain situation.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. Well, the reason I bring this up is as we discover more about the functioning of the human brain, we will discover that there are people who have incredibly little impulse control and if they their impulse is to rob a liquor store do we throw them in jail or for how long do we throw them in jail for the same amount of time as somebody who
1: makes a deliberate cold-hearted
2: decision you know so I, I think about
1: these oh things. yeah sure it's it's a thing and even if it's not at the extremes um I've got one kid that's got more than average impulse control I would guess and one that's got definitely less than average and it's right. it's it it you know it factors into your life.
2: Oh, Lord. So, uh you know, back to the referee thing and the impulse control and the rest of it. Um uh, As a young hockey player, I remember being so frustrated. My dad always taught me, Joe, they get the guy who retaliates. Mm. Yeah, the guy put his glove in your face. Then you put your glove in his face. It's perfectly just. But the guy who does it first gets away with it and the, the, the retaliator gets busted and it It's so true, and it's frustrating. But, you know, if you can internalize that and not hurl a man's shoe down the field, you're probably better off.
1: Uh, How many people believe the election was stolen? Get to that poll here in just a second. We got these texts I thought I would mention. Last week you were talking about ICU beds. It's as bad as they say where I work. I don't know where this is coming from, by the way. The regional hospital that I work at is beyond max capacity. Our 50-bed ER is holding 50 patients waiting for an inpatient bed. And all of our 36 ICU beds are filled. Wow. Um, and then we got another text from somebody. They were texting from a rural Kansas, an area I know well. Um, but it's been getting uh, national attention lately because they're getting so hammered. And she said, we're now sending uh, patients not to other counties, but to other states. Yeah.
2: Yeah, in some places, so, it but imagine
1: is if absolutely you're, a crisis. But imagine if you're that patient. You're going to another state, right? Couple hours or more ride in a ambulance, I guess.
2: And you are, as as stated, somebody who needs intensive
1: care. You're very sick, yeah. and then your loved ones are now what? Staying in a hotel that's probably not open because of the COVID, or can't driving them back see and anyway. Forth? Oh, that's true. Yeah, can't visit anyway. So they're hoping. Let us know when we can come get him. Oh my God! God, I'm trying to come up with something to do because we're we're taking a couple of weeks off here. This is our last week of live broadcasting for the year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, but we uh,
2: have prepared for you world class entertainment oh, while we're gone. Oh, uh, probably better than the show. We'll probably be fired over Christmas. Some great stuff. Michelangelo
1: has been telling me some of the stuff that they got going. And it's fantastic.
0: It's not called the worst of. No, you know what I mean, right?
1: But I've been trying to come up something special to do with the kids. Because we're not doing our big family cousin Christmas get together this year, mm-hmm. I just can't find anything. There's there's no place where there's any. I just thought of you know if we could go to a hotel and swim in the pool. I mean there's just there's just nothing to do anywhere in America that I can find. Bungee jumping? I think if we flew all the way to Florida, we could go. We could do the Disney stuff there. That's hmm. a heck of a long trip. It is. And it I'm is. not sure how safe it is.
2: Uh, vid wise, yeah. Eh, I flew back and forth. So if- Back and forth across the country. You didn't I go to a giant concerned. theme
1: park. Oh,
2: yeah, it's a good point.
1: I'm talking about doing good the stuff point. when you get there.
2: Although, they've been operating without yeah. serious problems. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Disneyland in Cal Unicornia is closed. Yeah, which closed. is something. Mickey's on the
0: street. He's living in a tent. It's oh, really boy. sad. Saw Goofy doing the three-card money thing. It was... It was just depressing. Oh, you don't know what Minnie's doing to get by. You don't oh, want to hear it.
1: Oh, oh, You do not want to hear it. Oh. Boy. Unless he's got the high heels.
0: Oh, oh gee, Minnie.
1: <laughs> um, Fox did a poll. Was the election stolen? These results are interesting. Overall, 36% Americans believe the election was stolen. Okay. You break it down by party. For Democrats, only 10% believe it. of independents believe it. One out of four voters that are independent believe the election was stolen. Hmm. For Republicans, it's 68%, two-thirds. Particularly if you do Trump voters, which I guess that means Democrats and independents that voted for Trump. Right. Along with Republicans that voted for Trump. Correct, yeah, because there were a number. Well, there were a number of Republicans that voted for Biden, so... Trump voters specifically 77%. So three out of four. Wow. Now, again, uh, the two things. One, I don't know how much of this is uh, legitimately you believe the election was stolen or, or you're just like, you know, uh, expressing a, an emotion to a pollster. Mm-hmm. I also don't know. I don't know what the baseline is. What percentage of people believe the election is stolen every election? I'll bet it's higher no. than than I would like it to be. Well, what percentage of Democrats or Hillary voters believe that it was stolen by the Russians oh, last time? Oh, An that's the number. number. That's the number I've got to dig up. Right. That's the number I've got got to dig up. I was reading or listening to anyway. I saw a montage about the things people were saying in government after Trump got elected, and they they were making outlandish claims about how it was a stolen election and he's not the real president and don't you call him the president-elect that was regularly being said by politicians in office and media hacks and all kinds of media hacks who won't refer to him as the Mm president-elect and of course that was legitimate because trump is in bed with russia but now when people are on various shows and won't say president-elect about biden you're a crazy person
2: right of course yeah Old Stacey Abrams, the hero of getting out the vote in Georgia, right now is a being busted for registering dead people and out of state people, and b when she lost her election for uh, was it governor of Georgia or was it mayor of Atlanta? I think it was governor. Um, apologies, apologies to Georgians. There are too many states. Anyway, uh, yeah, she claimed immediately that the election had been stolen, as and voter the media, suppression. media it ran with that?
1: and the media ran with that story completely. Called her a hero, sure. Um. I don't maybe you can explain this to me. Some of my favorite pundits uh mock whataboutism as just the worst form of conversation and I think it's perfectly fine. Well, like you well, said, it's almost like a baseline in a poll. But I here's my whatabout. I would love this. I wish there was some way to like run a computer simulation, like they can run computer simulations of uh you know war games or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you had the reverse, absolutely reverse everything. Trump ends up the winner but it was looking good for Biden on election night. Mm-hmm. Trump ends up winning. You have the same sort of stories floating around about finding ballots or suitcases or all the different things. Sure. All the exact same sort of things. Mm-hmm. How would the cable news channels have handled it? What would the politicians it would be all do saying all for
2: 2 years apparently? I would love to see that play out. Well, with I-
1: the exact same stuff. The Russian collusion
2: hoax is Different, but it's similar enough that, to me, it's a pretty good test case. Leaks, half-truths, Hillary going around the country for years, making her, her annoying speeches. We mocked her for, well, years for doing that after the election, saying, if it wasn't for misogyny in the Russians, I'd be the president. Yay! Yes, yes, Yay! yes. The fawning crowds cheer and CNN reports faithfully.
1: Trying to find this tweet from Sandifer over the weekend. Tim Sandifer. So Michael Beschloss, historian who I've I've liked his books, but some of his opinions drive me crazy when he's on the cable news channels. He tweeted over the weekend after the Supreme Court ruled against him twenty years ago, Al Gore conceded the election for the sake of our democracy. Tim Sandifer retweeted it with this comment after exhausting every single available other option, leading to years of Democrats falsely claiming that the Supreme Court had selected George Bush, etc., etc. True. Check. Would Joe Check. B- Check. Would Joe Biden have uh, conceded at this point and uh, be referring to Trump as the president-elect if it had gone exactly the other way? I don't know if I believe that. I mean, Hillary herself said, do not concede under any circumstances.
2: Yes, correct. Uh, I will tell you this, and I've been saying this since the uh, primaries way back, way back in the day. Uh, some of Trump's rhetoric bothers me a great deal. I think it's bad for the country. Um, But in terms of uh, pursuing every possible legal avenue until it is closed, it's 100% legitimate. And as to whether the election was stolen, I I don't think it was, per se. I don't think any uh, malfeasance is big enough or widespread enough to have changed the result. That's my opinion, based on what I've been able to figure out is true, because there's a lot of stuff that is claimed that's not true. But having said that, if the result of this is a rigorous, aggressive, nationwide probe into voter fraud, voter registration fraud, uh, loose practices, sudden changes in election laws only weeks before the election. If, if this results in us wrestling that down in a serious way, then it will have been an incredible service to the Americans of the future. Because this last election was wild and wooly and a little tough to to feel confident about there's no arguing that so i say yes pursue every avenue and and part of what frustrates me about the whole it was stolen stop the steal thing is i respectfully disagree with you for reasons i just said um and i don't want to distract from we have to come up with rock solid election procedures where only legitimate citizen-registered, living voters vote, and they vote once. I want that to be the goal.
1: Yeah, my only point in the what ism was not that I believe anything different. I think uh, Biden won, and I think it's over, and I don't really ever think about it because I think it's, you know, I don't doubt the result. But if you reversed everything, you would be getting the exact same routine added with violence in the streets all across america i'm 100 percent that you're not getting now
2: yeah there was a, a bit of violence in dc uh, over the weekend and it's getting enormous attention nightly violence for months and months in portland or seattle for instance no not not so what, what, what i didn't hear about that. no attention whatsoever because the stuff in dc might have involved some proud boys
1: has anybody gotten the vaccine yet that's listening uh, text line four one five two nine five KFTC. They're starting to roll it out all across the country.
2: Armstrong and Getty The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: President-elect Joe Biden has emphasized his commitment to vaccine distribution by promising 100 million shots in 100 days, which is also his Botox routine. What? Is that a rumor? Is there a rumor Biden gets Botox? Oh, oh it? yeah, he gets Botox. You think so?
2: Oh, 100%, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, I remember that being the narrative a few years back. Oh, I always thought His looked... forehead is completely inoperative.
1: I always thought he looked like a <laughs> a, a pretty normal-looking old guy, as opposed to, like, John Kerry, remember when he was running for president? Yeah, oh, yeah. He looked like a mask.
2: No, Biden's uh, uh, face doesn't move above the eyebrows.
0: Huh. I've okay. noticed
2: it. Yeah. All right. So had some fill work, some plugs, dermabrasion. Ah! <laughs> Breast <laughs> implants. Calf implants. Calf implants. We're raising their prices on prescription drugs. <laughs> yeah.
1: the, uh, the, the What's the leg extenders that some people do if oh, they have short, short kids?
2: Yeah, that's, that's
1: too much. Isn't that weird? Oh, Come on.
2: And painful. And painful. What do we have time for? I'd right? rather right. do the
1: sex d- d- surgery, become a different sex, than get my legs extended. Oh, my God, that sounds painful.
2: It's easy for you to say. You're uh, past the Mendoza line of six feet. Us little putians, you don't know how it is for us. Well,
0: Everything's, just Everything's just out
2: uh, of reach.
1: Everything's just out of reach.
2: From a book on the shop till, or top shelf to my dreams, they're out of reach because I'm so small. In the latest month of the San Diego Convention Center's unexpected role as a homeless shelter, the city paid $1.6 million in rent to its own nonprofit that runs the facility. And $727,000 in operations and maintenance costs. Other expenses included $1.5 million to the charities running the shelter. That's in November alone now. $915,000 to feed fewer than 1,000 clients. Three hundred forty-three grand for extra security and thousands of dollars. A million dollars to feed hmm. less than 1,000 people? Yes. And thousands of dollars in miscellaneous costs, city records show. In total, for November, according to the Union Tribune. San Diego taxpayers spent $5.7 million to temporarily house about 900 people. $5.7 million in a month for 900 people. Just over $190,000 a day, or more than $6,000 per person for the month. That's more than $210 per day for each person living at the shelter. And it's not like it was a hotel room. $210 two hundred and ten dollars per day per person for booms and junkies to some degree.
1: Obviously you could put somebody in a pretty decent hotel room with food for that amount of money.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well and, it's pretty decent depending on where you are an unbelievably decent hotel room.
2: And then I misplaced this article. Where the heck is it? Uh LA I was going to do LA County as well because they've uh there it is there it is. Uh, is that it? No, that's not it. Uh, I have all sorts of uh, bums and junkies stories here, including one that LA County is building these little metal huts that are one hundred thirty thousand dollars each. I mean, it's just the the amount of money being hurled irresponsibly and willy nilly. Taxpayer money is it's it's crazy. Go to REI, get a nice tent, a nice sleeping bag and a camp stove. You're going to spend a couple of hundred dollars. A few hundred dollars. How do you spend $130,000 on a little hut? Waste. How about a tough shit? They're there in the parking lot at your favorite hardware big box.
0: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Caring for a premature baby in Northern California, for example, costs about $605,000. In Southern California, 343000 In all, he says, the average cost of inpatient care in Northern California is 70% higher than in Southern California. You might look at that and say, that's monopolistic. Someone else might look at it and say, wow, that's smart business. That's, that's really clever. Good for them. If Sutter is able to raise their prices by improving quality, value,
1: and service, that's fine. What they came up with is a model that allowed them to acquire market power and get higher prices without doing any of those good things for consumers. 60 Minutes, taking a look at uh, one hospital system in America, Sutter Health in the Sacramento area they were featuring. Yeah,
2: Northern California. In short, they're they're all over the north part of the state. Uh, Sutter is back, has has, has shot back with uh, sure facts um, that I'm reading right now and digesting as quickly as a human being can. Uh, some of which I think are are pretty compelling and interesting, um, and some of which are mm, a little, little flimsy. But um, 60 Minutes claimed that Sutter is the largest and most dominant provider in Northern California. They're actually number two to Kaiser. Kaiser Permanente, which is interesting. Uh, Sutter used its market dominance to raise hospital prices and is responsible for similar price hikes among its competitors. They answer that at length and say it's absolutely not true. Uh, As to them being the only hospital within a 1,000 miles in some parts of Northern California, a deliberate strategy to make Sutter a monopoly, they say had Sutter not purchased many of its rural hospitals, they would have closed. There is a crisis among rural Mm -hmm. hospitals, and and Sutter saved them. Uh, They go into some detail.
1: I've got multiple reasons why I can't comment on that. Okay. I wish I could. Sacramento is the most expensive
2: place in the country to deliver a baby, and Sutter is responsible for this phenomenon. Fact! 60 Minutes did not cite the source of this flimsy claim, which is not surprising considering there is no credible and reliable data to support it.
1: Okay. I don't know. Speaking of hospitals, a lot of the story across America uh, is that uh, intensive care units, ICUs, they call them for short, <clears throat> are at capacity or beyond because of COVID. Well, some places that's clearly true. But some places are like this. We got this text. Uh ICU nurse, we are at capacity. However, this time, every year we're at capacity. Nothing different. We do have COVID patients. However, it's a very small percentage. We have our typical sick people of diabetes, flu, CHF. What's CHF? A congestive heart failure. Okay. But uh, they say we're always full this time of year. So, huh. And we've heard that from a couple of different people. Right.
2: You know, a person could say if they were going to be cautious, well, that means we don't have any room if there is a terrible uh COVID outbreak. But you really ought to make that clear because well, but, the authorities are not. They're making it sound as if well, the ICUs are brimming with COVID. Well, no,
1: especially out. if you're going to tie whether school can be open or not or whether or not a restaurant can serve people food based on, uh, if you go under 15% available beds. Well, what if you are regularly under 15% this time of year? Right. Or you're at, you know, 20% usually. So you've only got 5% wiggle room from normal. Yeah, for a restaurant can't be open. Well, they'd say we usually don't have this
2: other layer of disease around, so we have to be extra cautious. Mm. Of course, as always, I think you ought to weigh the totality of things and the uh, the whole human being involved, and not just fixate on the COVID. Uh, But you know that's certainly a conversation that's been had plenty.
1: So on The Mandalorian's latest episode Friday night, as they continue there, we're ripping off the best Westerns in history. Yeah, of course. Fame, yeah, Which is fine. All I'm the best it.
2: Westerns in history have ripped off the rest of them.
1: Well, like I a was a extent. big Western fan as a kid. Huge. And what they did Friday night was just the stagecoach full of nitroglycerin, which were my favorite episodes of any wet- Western. Nitroglycerin was my favorite topic oh, of yeah. any old-timey Western. Yep. Are you familiar with that, Sean? I don't know if you watched old westerns, but it was a volatile uh, chemical that if you shook it too much, it was going to explode. And bad guys are attacking your stagecoach, and now you're not. It was the exact same thing. I mean, they didn't. They barely changed it at all. They put on space helmets and remade a western from the fifties.
2: Faster, Sandy! Faster! If we're going any faster, the nitro's gonna blow.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yes, that that scene existed <laughs> in the show as well. <laughs> yes. uh, they, uh, this was the first time I'd ever seen a blaster run out of bullets, though. Where uh, you, you throw the gun at him, which is yeah. also a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But I'd never seen a blaster run out of blaster juice. That's <laughs> well, uh, that right. was a new one to me. It's nine, nine volts. It's nine volt ran out. <laughs> yeah. Or it's, it's a rechargeable. <laughs> Forgot to charge it. Ran exactly.
1: out of blaster juice. Um, Is that 60 Minutes story? Because we've left out the clip that features Javier Becerra from 60 Minutes last night, who is a controversial pick for Joe Biden to be in his cabinet and is might get the most pushback of anybody that's been announced. He is a
2: pro-abortion radical. He's an evangelist for abortion. He wants you to have an abortion today.
1: But, He's way out there. Um, somebody just texted, is that 60-minute story all of a subtle way to pitch universal health care? You might be on to something, my oh, friend. Oh,
2: yeah. You well, and the idea there. that there are half-truths and carefully selected statistics would not shock me. As uh, the Sutter Health, the company involved in the story, is saying they cherry-picked certain procedures that, yes, are higher here than there, but it's not a consistent pattern at all. I don't know. I would like to know.
0: Very rare
2: outlying procedures like giving birth to a child. Right. Who does that these days? (laughs) Yeah, Um, I I would like to know, but, God, there's so so much misinformation these days.
1: Speaking of misinformation, in case you didn't hear this earlier, because I think this is important, Big talking point over the last week was this was among the deadliest days in American history. Mm. Every day we're experiencing some of the deadliest days in American history. And the New York Times, to their credit, pointed out that in October of 1918, which was the height of that pandemic, with a much smaller national population... What did we looked it up as like the 100, 100 something 100 and change million?
2: Uh, 103 million almost I believe. The, oh, almost wow. exactly a third of our current population. That's a incredible. less than that. With yeah.
1: a third our current population for the month of October in 1918 we were, we averaged 6,000 dead Americans a day from the Spanish flu.
2: So twice as many deaths a third of the population that's six times as many in my
1: math book. On average for a per full capita. month. Yeah which is just amazing not just a couple of days where it spiked to 6000 that was the average number for a month you know, so I, that's not even we're not even close to that level not even close
2: i haven't looked at the vid numbers lately you got to be careful on a monday because they a lot of places don't report on sunday so it makes uh, monday look horrific I watched,
1: I watched the rolling averages of deaths over the weekend and it was up 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 bad yeah so that's a that's well, a heck of a thing
2: according to healthdata.org uh, the COVID-19 webpage, which I've been looking at, there it's around, it's
1: just under two today, 2,000? Two you can't look at individual numbers, Joe. All right. got to look at the rolling average. if I'm average. buying
2: a pair of shoes? Can I look at the individual no. number on what it
1: costs? I would highly look suggest... Look at the
2: rolling average of the price of shoes.
1: <laughs> I would highly suggest you look at individual numbers when you're buying a <laughs> pair of shoes.
2: So, you're waffling. <laughs> Mixed <Makes> messages.
1: <laughs> anyway, what have you uh, determined, sir? I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. i got it right here in front of me. Um...
2: Loading, buffering.
1: Yeah. Here we go. Rolling average, rolling 14-day average of deaths were up 67%. And that's kind of around where it was over the weekend, too. How's that even possible?
2: I'm always confused by this, but day-to-day?
1: Or over 14 days ago? You know, I don't actually know the answer to that
2: question. I mean... If it's a, if a rolling average is up sixty seven percent in a day, that means that there's been like a fifty thousand percent increase. Yeah, and day that's after obviously day. not the case, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, well, it's up two thirds in two weeks. That's 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 bad enough. Sure, and that's death. That's not cases.
1: And looking at the map, you know that whole map where the 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 darker color the state the worst things are. Man, the whole country's looking pretty dang red right now, mm. or purple depending on where you are.
2: Oof. If he turns purple, call your doctor.
1: Well, like I said, I was looking for some place to go with the family while we got time off, and I can't find anything where anything's open. You can fly around, but what are you going to do once you get somewhere? There ain't no pools in any... Uh... I, was, I was looking at Vegas. They're they're open. The casinos are open, but all the big pools and all the fun stuff for kids, is, all that stuff's closed. You know, I have an idea. If you're it's a, a little... degenerate gambler, you can still you know give away your life's fortune. I'm listening.
2: <laughs> I, I have an idea. It's a little out there.
1: A little out there. How old are your kids again? Be 9 and 10 as of uh, next week. Okay, this Christmas vacation, teach them to smoke pot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. With the video games? Bold advice. With the video games? Got my one son's getting headphones. He'll hook up to his Alexa with video games, and he starts smoking pot. I'll never see him again.
2: Those of you who deal with addictions and teen problems, blah, 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 who are even now screaming angrily at your radio, I was just... Trying to make people laugh.
1: Speaking <laughs> of video games, yes, we do, I do. I came up with this idea, Switch Switch Free Sunday, mostly because I like the letters fitting. The name. <laughs> switch Free Sunday, so that no no, no, no video games on, Sounds on Sunday. Sounds like an
0: oppressive regime. Oh, and
1: and they hate it. They wake up in the morning just, oh, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> but like about halfway through the day, I heard Henry, he had uh, opened up the piano and was playing on the piano for oh, the first nice. time in I don't know how long, and just... Just messing around. And he did that for quite a while. And he said, hey, listen to how these two sound together. But these two sound terrible. And I thought, that that that's the opportunity cost that happens with video games. I believe the studies. I don't believe video games are leading to school shootings or, or a variety of different things or all of the different things. But there is the opportunity cost of things that you don't do because it so easily occupies your mind. Yes. And out of yeah. boredom, he sat down at the piano and 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 learned some stuff about music that he just he would not have done if he had been able to play his video games.
2: Speaking as a former little boy, if you are bored, you explore. I heard uh, there's no denying that, and exploring is everything in life to me.
1: I would not have turned through the pages of our encyclopedias learning various factoids that I use now as an adult. But platypus, had I had video games, right? <laughs>
0: Positive I I Sean, you were saying something? Yeah, I heard Aaron Sorkin talk about uh, his, his, the thing that he was most concerned with in terms of the kind of smartphone internet age was not attention span or these other things, but it was the absence of boredom and yeah, how yeah. much of his creativity came from this bored angst oh, that sure. he
2: experienced. Sure. Yeah. What and, am yeah. I going to do? The answer to that question is indirectly learn about life. You're yeah. going to go find life. What am I and going to do? Get in trouble and get arrested, maybe. But what, and am, I about to...
0: life
1: and what doing. am I going? Yeah, well, right, yeah, yeah, of course. What am I going to do? Doesn't really exist as a question anymore. Yeah. If you've got a smartphone.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and five hundred and fifty channels or uh, five hundred. Please, what kind of pathetic system do you have? Yeah, it's a thousand.
1: Thousand channels.
2: Thousand channels, including the music channels and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and a bunch of stuff in Spanish. And who is watching the selling you stuff? channels <laughs> and there appears to be 200 channels of porn what and i'm i'm, I'm going through my cable uh, wouldn't
1: one do the trick
2: oh no no you get your uh your your specialities I don't want blank blanked blanks. I want uh, blanks with blank blanks. Little people and whatnot? Or Whoa, what? what? There's no need what, to get into wow. specifics. Yeah, geez, I thought blank was fine. Our text line is
1: 415. 415- I mean, are you into
2: naughty nurses or wanton stortices?
1: For instance. 415 295 KFTC. Any thoughts on that or anything else?
2: Armstrong and Getty. show
0: are they arrested
2: they are this is actually mental there's a dentist that was dealing drugs that lives across the road from us and they're arresting him now i've been going to him for five or six years did you did you know he was a dentist <laughs> hilarious i get it i get it drugs <clears throat> gotta to respond to this frequent correspondent often friendly little hot-tempered, BJ. So, pray tell me, why do you believe this was an honest, fair election? What show are you listening to, friend? I unleashed a screed so long about the need to root out voter fraud and registration fraud, I was afraid I'd lost the attention of the listeners. But you heard, somehow, perhaps you've just moved to this land. That it was an entirely honest, fair election. Get the wax out of your ears or get a psychiatrist. Quit bothering me with your crazy ass emails.
1: Get a psychiatrist.
2: Or again, let the hot water run into your ears for a minute while you take a shower.
1: They have started uh, injecting people. Vaccines are going into people's arms all across America. I'm sure we'll have a lot more news on this tomorrow. I'm looking up at MSNBC tackling vaccine skepticism among minorities. Yeah, that is definitely a thing,
2: as the kids say. I've become uh, aware of that.
1: The percentage of black people, for instance, that say they're not going to get the shot is much higher than it is among white people.
2: Even as allegedly there is a higher death rate among our uh, black friends from
1: the COVID. Right not exactly sure what's driving that. But.
2: A lot of it's uh, paranoia that the medical... Uh, well, paranoia is, an, is a judgmental term. I retract it. Concern that there the medical nice establishment term. is uh, racist in various ways and hasn't been honest to black America through the years. Um, I am not a black person who's dealt with medical care through the years. And, you know, frankly, I haven't read enough to even have a great sense of, of that. Would you, believe, that's what I hear.
1: would you believe in this case that there's a different vaccine going to white people than it's going to black people?
2: Absolutely not. That's paranoia. That's crazy.
1: I, I the, the, the first person in America to get it today that was on the TV was a young black woman. I think that was probably on purpose.
0: Yes. Yeah, she was carefully chosen. Yeah. I see a lot of the reference of the concern going back to the, the Tuskegee syphilis study. And sure, which was horrible. In the 30s?
1: Horrifying. Yeah. Is that the 30s?
0: Uh, yes, yes. The
1: 1930s. Almost 100 years ago.
2: Point out that the uh, doctor who administered the shot was a man of color, too. He actually sounded like uh, an immigrant, judging by his uh, accent. But uh, That was also probably intentional.
1: He didn't sound like Dr. Hibbert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Admit me, chorus, to this history. Who, prologue-like, your humble patients pray. Gently to hear. Kindly to judge. The final thoughts of Armstrong and Getty.
1: Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty.
2: Thank you very much, Jack. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michael presses the buttons in the control room, keeps us on the air. Michael, final thought?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed Recipe for Seduction over the weekend, but I want more fast food movies. So uh, how about a mystery involving the Burger King King drama with Ronald McDonald or Wendy's in a romantic comedy? A rom-com with Wendy's. I like it. Uh, Positive Sean, our producer, has a final thought, Sean. Yeah, we hypothesized, or I did, or I'll use I statements, I hypothesized earlier in the show, who actually takes these polls that people are are often citing? And I learned that uh, YouGov actually has an app where you can just download it. You start to do polls, they reward you with points, and you get enough points, you can start just like trading them in for gift cards and stuff like that. Wait a minute. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a poll guy now, by the way. Gift cards. Jack, a final thought for the folks? I
1: just discovered, even though I don't like Mark Zuckerberg or uh, Facebook, just discovered Facebook Marketplace? Uh, no wonder I haven't been able to find what I wanted on Craigslist or various places. Facebook Marketplace is happening. Oh Some boy. Christmas present that we've been trying to find all over the country couldn't come across. Found it on Facebook Marketplace today. Shoestring catch right oh. before Christmas.
2: Ho, 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 ho. My final thought is healthcare related. And while I am not an advocate of national healthcare, I am in, in an advocate of reforming the lobbyist-driven wackadoo system we have right now. As observed earlier, in Vermont, they have 1.6 ICU beds per 10,000 people. 1.6. In Alabama, it's 3.9. And there are quite a number of states that are just around 2 per Uh, 10,000. With with quite a few, that's 3, which according to some mathematicians is 50% higher.
1: You see, the trouble is with national health care, you'd get that number down to 1 for every state. Good point. <laughs> Is what would happen. Good point. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many
2: people, take so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All sorts of stuff that we talked about today. You want to read the whole article, zap it around to your friends. It's under hot links. You can email us if there's something we ought to be talking about. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. At twice the cost.
1: Um, we will see you tomorrow. God bless America. Hair shirt-wearing, tree-hugging, mung bean-munching
2: eco-freaks.